Good day, and welcome to the Rally Point Men's Ministry Broadcast. Ephesians 5 and 14 says, For this reason, it says, Awake, sleeper, arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Rally Point Men's Ministry is a call for all men to come in fellowship at the table of God, building integrity amongst godly men. Now, let's join Pastor Wes Pennington and the men of integrity of Rally Point Men's Ministry. Hi, I'm Pastor Wes, and welcome to the Rally Point Men's Ministry show, where the only way we can stand is together. We're excited to be here today. We have a great show lined up for you guys, and we pray and hope that you get a lot out of it. But before we even start to get into the show, let's introduce the mighty men that are in the, in the room with me, sitting at the table with me, so that we can go from there. Hi, this is Brother Roger Sherman from Sacred Exchange Fellowship. This is Elder Casey with Beloved Tabernacle, Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, good afternoon. This is Pastor Louis Riccio, Church of City Providence, Senior Pastor Josh Mancini. And I'm Pastor West from Sacred Exchange Fellowship in Warwick, Rhode Island, where our senior pastor is Pastor Michael Caparelli. So today we're going to talk about a little bit of end times. And we have our resident expert in the room who's written uh, several books on end times theology. And I've asked him to come in and just kind of speak to us about a man's role in the end times. And so I'm going to defer uh, the conversation to our lead pastor here in this topic, Pastor Louis Riccio. And uh, Pastor Louis. Yes, Pastor West, thank you so much for this opportunity and greetings to everyone out there. Uh, but as Pastor West said, uh, I've written books, uh, The Sky is Falling. Uh, if, if you want to look it up, you have to type in Louis A. Riccio because there were many titles by that name. And also Hope Decoded uh, with Reverend Louis Riccio. And... Uh, what we're looking at now, if you see what's happening, is what's called the end times or the end of days. First of all, let's understand biblically. If we're going to take the Bible literally, there is no such thing as the end of the world. I don't teach about the end of the world. When you see it and read it in the Bible, it's a misinterpretation. It's the end of the age. And this is what I believe we're coming right down to, the end of the age, Amen. the end of this age. And I believe we're at the cusp of the uh, rapture of the church. And I'm convinced, and I show in my books, that the uh, time clock started May 14, 1948, as prophesied uh, that the United Nations uh, voted in Israel as a nation. And mm. Jesus said, when he did it in, an, in what's called his Olivet Discourse, he talks about what happened in 70 AD, the destruction of the temple, to these end times, to his second coming, he said, this generation will not pass away until the fig tree has been fulfilled. The prophecy of the fig tree, which is the nation of Israel. So I want you guys to think about some questions that you can give to me. But when you look at end times, the bullseye isn't New York or Washington or Beijing or Moscow or, you know, all these, you know, Brussels. It is little old Jerusalem. Mm. Always has been, always will be. And that's where we are and specifically on the Temple Mount. And I'm working on uh, some prophecies that uh, teach. Uh, I'm learning on some prophecies what's happening specifically on the Temple Mount where there's going to soon be a Jewish temple on there. So if you have any questions, if yes, Elder. Amen. God bless you today, Pastor. Uh, so my question is, you said it's not the end of the world, but it's the end of the age. So 
can you explain what the Bible describes like from one age to another age to another age? How, how, that, how would we interpret that? Okay, it's called the, uh, it's a dispensational gospel and there are seven uh, ages, or seven time frames, ages. The first is the age of innocence that would be Adam and Eve in the Bible. Then the second would be the age of conscience when um, Adam and Eve uh, ate the fruit the forbidden fruit and their eyes were open. Whatever happened to them, by the way, some kind of chemical thing happened to them because they had a different understanding. And uh, it says, uh, uh, the serpent said, uh, if you eat this, you'll be as gods. And talking about not the God, the Elohim, the, the Jehovah God, uh, talking about the gods or the angels or fallen angels. So, so that's kind of interesting. That's very important when you talk about end times because men are going to need to rise up. The third age is the age of human government, which is from Noah, when Noah went in and, you know, with his family. And when he came out, came the governments of the world. The fourth is the age of promise. And that was brought in by Abraham, the Abrahamic promise, and a promise to God that all the nations of the earth will be blessed, and to be blessed through him, through his lineage. And the uh, fifth age is the law brought in by Moses. Uh, that's the fifth age, and the law is very important uh, because we're all going to be judged or are judged by what Jesus did in the sixth age, uh, which is the age of grace, which is what we're in here now. In the last age, the uh, seventh age is the kingdom age, the thousand year, or what some people will call millennial, the age of Christ. And that's what we're going to reign. And then after that, after them seven ages, we're going to go into what's called eternity, where all sin, pain, everything, even death has been abolished. And if you notice that, then you can see a mind of God, because we already know that next age was prophesied, it was 12 years. The largest and longest age that God perpetuated was the age of grace. So we can see the mindset of what God wants to do. Amen. It's grace. And, uh, you know, during this time, it's time for men to, to rise up and to evangelize and strengthen. And first of all, know what's going on. Mm. Uh, so we can, you know, uh, we can rise up and help a dying world. We can get as many people into the lifeboats of salvation that we possibly can. Amen. Obviously. Amen. You know, one of the things that uh, I always think of, and the Lord has put it on my heart as a pastor and as being called to uh, Valley Point and men's ministry, is that we're in those last times. Scripture says that in the last days, he's going to call the fathers back to their sons, back to their daughters, right? Back to their churches and their wives. You know, and I, I believe that we're in the last days because we're seeing uh, a lot of movements of God in men to call them back to the table of God, you know? And, um, and I think that we as men have to understand our responsibility and our role at this time. And, and, you know, and our role in this time, because we know it's so short and that we're in those last days, is not to be wishy-washy, but to be men of courage, men of humility, of diplomacy, of mercy, you know, of all our, our truths that we've been speaking over the last few months, you know, and so that we can be that church on the hill, that light in the darkness, because darkness is coming. Am I right, Pastor? Oh, Lord? darkness is here. And... Um after the rapture of the church, and it's, there's been some scrutiny on the, the rapture. There's five different rapture doctrines, which I don't want to get into. Amen. But uh, I believe in the pre-tribulation rapture. In other words, before the man of sin, the last world leader comes on, 
uh, that we're going to be out. Oh, now why would I believe that? Because John testified of it. In, he has the church in heaven before the tribulation starts. Paul believed it, uh, believed in it. He said the restrainer will be taken out of the way. And people argue, says that uh, he used that word in the masculine sense. Well, he wasn't referring to the church. He was referring to the Holy Ghost and its restraining power. Jesus said these words. He said, Behold, I'm leaving you a comforter. Talking about the Holy Ghost. I will be with you till the end of the age. I will not leave you comfortless. So on them, pro on them promises, amongst others, Jesus himself, Revelation chapter uh, 3 verse 10. He said, I will keep you from the trials of this world. In the original language, it says, I will physically remove you from the entire trials and tribulations on this world. So what does that mean? Now, hmm. us, like, like just what we're doing here, we need to strengthen men. Amen. We need to be men of prayer, diligent prayer uh, and of the word and of understanding. Because we see the, the warfare that's happening on this planet, you know, with the terrorists. Everything. We see the cyber warfare. Well, there's another realm, the spiritual warfare, and that's what we're in, and that's the highest ground. He who has that highest ground, if has any military uh, understanding, will win the battle, and that's what we're here for. Amen, amen. We are so thankful you joined us today. Remember, Rally Point Men's Ministries is totally listener-supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to rallypointmensministries.org and click on the donate button. That's rallypointmensministries.org. Thank you and God bless. Amen. I just wanted to interject a little bit because what we're talking about is some of the deeper things in the word of God. And so I just wanted to kind of speak to our audience just a little bit and and make sure that we're not like scaring anybody but mm, at the same time mind. we are scaring somebody right because it's not that it's hopeless kind of scared but we should be afraid we should be afraid of not being found in jesus christ during these times this this period of this age let me use the correct terminology in this age the grace dispensation now is the appropriate opportunity now is the appropriate time for you to make a decision before those things that are to come begin to come now is the time to make that decision because there are going to be some some testing times coming there there's some things that are coming that's going to be even more strenuous than than what we're going through right now and you know i can i can just feel in my spirit right now you know there's some of us you know we don't have the job that we want to have or we have no job and you know we we may even be homeless or you know we may even feel as if our lives are, are threatened because we don't have a car or transportation or our bus money these things are trivial in the larger scheme of things even though they're major in our lives and i'm not trying to say that uh just because we feel like that it, it, it trivializes it but in comparison to eternity these things are so temporal because they only have value for this small period of time whereas your relationship with Christ has value throughout eternity. So, so let's not be taken aback by the small struggles or big struggles as they may be in our own mind of the things that we're confronted with, whether it be we don't have a home or whether we don't have enough money or maybe even sometimes we go hungry two or three days a week. And I understand there's a struggle. That's a, that's a real life issue because we're still in this flesh. And so I get it. But there's a greater thing coming 
that's greater than filling my belly. It's greater than putting clothes on my back. It's greater than putting me in a house to live. And it's where am I going to spend eternity? And that's Amen. this is this this is the conversation we're having at, at this point. This is this isn't about you know where am I going to get my next meal or my next job. This is about where am I going to spend eternity. Amen. And if we don't make a decision for Jesus Christ right now, because this is that age mm. where he's giving us that opportunity. He said, the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart, right? Because now is the acceptable time to receive him. Amen. And Amen. to accept him. Amen. You know, one of the things that I always used to kind of just give me like little uh, goosebumps when I would read it was that the part of scripture which says that um, in the end, there will be those that are cast into total darkness. And he says that they would be gnashing and grinding of teeth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, because they didn't accept Christ as Amen. their Savior. They didn't Amen. accept God. Amen. Right? Here's the truth is, is that no one's going to have a, an exception. There's no exceptions. There's no excuses, right? Because everyone's going to get a chance to hear the gospel. And you're going to have an opportunity to say yes or no. So before God, there's not going to be any excuse that I didn't know, I didn't hear it, I didn't understand. You know, because in the end, everyone's going to have the opportunity. You know, and then here's, here's the other scary part, and this is for those that say, okay, well, I, I do accept Jesus as my Savior, and I, I do believe in God, but you don't have a relationship with Him, is, which is like kind of the shows that we talked about in the past, right? It, the scripture that says there will be those that knock at the door, and the door will be open, and they will say, but Lord, I did this in your name. Lord, I did that in your name. And He'll say, be gone. I don't know you, right? So it comes down to us having a relationship with God, us knowing God and God knowing us, you know, to assure our entry into eternity. Wow. Pastor West, you just you just put a revelation on that scripture, brother. That was powerful. But but you know what I like about how you said that, right? Is that is exactly where we live. Amen. When we when we talk to our coworkers, when we talk to our neighbors, when we talk to our friends, you know, hey, we had a concert last night and, you know, I invited as many people as I know. And it's like, oh, I got to go to work and I got to do. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing Jesus explained in the parable that when they couldn't come to the wedding. Right. He was like, oh, but I don't have time. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then when they come, when it comes time to get into heaven, they're going to come back and they say, but but I was a believer. I, I, I mm -hmm. believe in you, God. And he's going to say depart from me ye workers of iniquity mm. because I knew, you not. I knew you not it's about a relationship with God amen yeah when he amen. when John said talking about Jesus behold I stand at the door and knock he said that to the lay of the scene church that scripture is for the church not the world amen. so we need to have confidence like I said if I'm scaring people the way I talk and the reason is because I read the whole Bible all the way to the end we win Amen. So it's easy. Amen. But I, God rebuked me when I was actually, while I was actually preaching a message. And I got to the Bible and the book of Matthew and Jesus put out his arms and he said, it is finished. At that point, we won. Amen. And that's what we need to understand. We are ambassadors of once. Listen, the first thing you need to do is you need to get your allegiance and covenant with God through Jesus Christ hey, that you glory. will be acquitted of mm, your crimes amen. and sins against God and mankind. Amen. That was, uh, uh, you know, paid for because then sins didn't go away. Salvation is not free. It was paid for amen. by amen. an innocent God. It amen. was paid for. Right. Amen. And you need to have that understanding and the confidence. It's, uh, me, the elder and I was uh, talking and I says, if I was a, 
NFL coach who didn't know what, you know, what I was going to do. And God said, I'll answer you only one prayer to help you out. I said, okay, let me win the last game of the year. Let me win the Super Bowl. That's all. I, and that's basically what you have to understand. This system, and it shows in scriptures, is, is, is rigged. It's set. You know, but you need to live a life of holiness, not perfection. People, I don't know why, you know, think holiness is perfection. But live a life of holiness. I had my oldest son who grew up in the church, you know, my two sons, and he was just so upset with the church, and he says, I don't believe in this. Why did they do that? And I was arguing and fighting with him. And I grew up in a life I was uh, of drugs, drug dealing, gang member, fighting, Stealing, breaking into houses, and he saw all of that. He seen, he seen me open up a front door, having a, a front drawer full of money, and leave all of that, and you know, going to the church. And he kept arguing with me, and I was so frustrated. You know, he thought it was all, all phony. He said, "You don't see God," and I said, "Aaron, you know, when you look at me, do you see the power of God?" And he stopped. He said, "Yeah." And that's what God requires of these men. If they can't read the gospel, let them see it in, in you. Amen. Does Amen. anybody like to share on that? Amen. 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 You know, one of the things that um Amen. that I was uh, I was thinking about while you were speaking is, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever should believe in Him would have eternal life. You know, and it doesn't say that that whoever should be perfect. Amen. Would have eternal life. Right. Amen. That whoever should never make a mistake would have eternal hey, life. Come on. But he said Amen. that whoever would believe in his only begotten son would have eternal life. Amen. You know, and this is what we're at as Rally Point, we're stirring the hearts of men so that you can have eternal life. You see, Pastor Louis said that at the end of this thing, we win. But we have to understand the grand scheme of things that God's great plan, what the end game is. And the end game is family. He wants to have as many sons and daughters up in heaven with him as possible. And Rally Point's been called to stir the hearts of men so that God can have as many sons in heaven as possible. Amen. Amen. And that's that's exactly what it is, is God wants as many of us as possible to make it to heaven. So he's delaying, he's delaying, he's delaying, giving us ample opportunity, giving us ample opportunity. The Bible says it this way, it says, God is not slack concerning his promises. Some men count slackness, yes. but is long suffering towards us. Mm. He he's not he's intentionally waiting Amen. before he comes back. It's not it's not an accident. It's a design. Amen. He he intentionally meant it that way. And one thing Pastor Pastor Louis just said that that really pricked my heart just now. And as he said, I was a gangster. I was a thief. I used to break into houses. I used to break into cars. I used to sell drugs. I used to use drugs. I know that there are people out there who completely identify with that and think to themselves right now, that can't be for me. Mm -hmm. God yeah. doesn't want anything and, to do with me. Some people who knew me and, and see what I'm doing now, I, I think I got a pretty good life. I, I don't, you know, financially don't live the life. And we was talking about the, not that I'm going to, anyway put myself on any level with the apostle paul they said how could you leave all of that all that money i said i left nothing i i understand that if we can just fast forward into what we call the future in the book of revelation and this is why we have to evangelize and, and let people see christ in you amen in revelation chapter 7 
and right before the end of the tribulation, he said, I seen them in white robes who mm. gave their life, who would not receive the mark of the beast. And John said to them, uh, uh, you know, where did these come from? How many? And he says, there were too many to count in the tribulation period. There's going to be the revival that surpasses probably all revivals, possibly in the hundreds of millions. So have hope. When John was looking on the human race in Revelation chapter 5, and, and the human race was even in a worse situation than it is now. And he says, who can take this scroll, meaning the authority of prophecy in history? And he said, there was none. Elijah, Enoch, Moses, Abraham, there was General Magatha, nobody on the earth or under the earth. And John started weeping uncontrollably because he was looking at the planet earth that was ready to die. And the angel said, this is my favorite scripture, Revelation 5, 5. He said, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah has triumphed. Amen. And, and live that scripture. The lion Amen. of Judah. You know how many times Jesus was actually called a lion in scripture one time that's how and he was prophesied to come as a lion uh, genesis 49 9 one time that's how powerful that's how powerful as i was looking uh, outside as a poster and it said the devil came uh, the devil came to the warrior of God. He said, can you withstand the storm? And the warrior of God said, I am the storm. You Amen. need to be the storm Amen. in this day and age. Amen. And storm the heavenly. Somebody help me out. Amen. You know, um, one of the things that I was thinking of is that Jesus abased himself. Amen. Which means he gave everything up. Right? He gave up riches, the glory. He gave it all up just to be uh, human. And to walk like we walk and experience human life. Amen. And he did that so that we could then receive all the riches and glory yes so he gave up everything that we might receive everything if we just accept him and believe in him and walk with him you know and then and in these last days uh we're really calling all you guys to come and join the join the battle join the war you know if you if you for one second think that you're not in a battle or you're not in the war then you're making a mistake because even if you think that i'm not going to be a part of it you're in it Amen. And you're on the wrong side. You're in it. Right. right. And you're on the wrong side. And, and, and in the end of this thing, um, you're not going to have an excuse to say, but I didn't know that I was in a war. I didn't know that we were battling, you know. And this is what Rally Point is all about. That's why the Lord put it on our hearts to, to call it this because it's a battle term. Hallelujah. It's a war right. term. That's right. it's, it's, a, it's a place intermittent in between your camp, your base camp, and, and encountering enemy activity. And a place where you come get refilled, refreshed, resupplied, and then go back into the battle, right? And so we're here calling all men to come back to the table of God, to come to the rally point so that you can receive your instructions, you can receive your, your refreshing, your, your uh, nourishment, Hallelujah. you know, all the things that you need in order to be better in this battle. So we can be victorious at the end of this thing. You know, we're running low on time. Pastor Louie, I give you last words. Oh, okay, yeah, I just want to reiterate what you said. The horn is being blown. Uh, just like in Gideon, and they came. The Midianites are at the door. The Gideonites, the Hittites, the Philistines, uh, and I'm I'm talking, uh, uh, you know, subjectively. But uh, come to the come to the conference, come to the things, come together at one, as one. That's what we're here for. This Amen. is the time. This is the time of victory, Amen. right here. 
Uh, Amen. Pastor West? Amen. And then just to kind of go off of that, don't forget we have our men's Men of Integrity Conference coming up, bringing families together. June 9th and 10th at the Rhode Island Convention Center, 1 Sabin Street, Providence, Rhode Island. Make sure you get your tickets and, and get out there. And we want to just thank you for uh, tuning in to Rally Point. And if you want to help us, you can go to our website at rallypointmensministries.org and you can hit the donate button. And uh, we will really be appreciated of that. And uh, we just thank you. The only way we can stand is together. Thank you for tuning in to Rally Point. We love you and God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We leave you with a word from 1 Thessalonians 1 and 5. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost. And in as much assurance as ye know what manner of men were among you for your sake. Thank you for listening to Rally Point Men's Ministries. The only way we can stand is together. For more information, please visit us on Facebook or go to rallypointmensministries.org. We thank you and have a blessed day.